0: What I wanted to address with everybody today, because this comes up a lot, I've had a number of conversations with people outside our industry that are uh, joining us and the the concept comes up, why does the equis system work so well? And I think it's important for everybody to kind of realize where that comes from, and this is going to lead right into what Elvira is going to share at the end of this, this segment. One of the things that equis realized that's very important for you to realize is that life insurance is an event-driven purchase. And I want to address why is that so important? Well, it's important because you can market to that specific event rather than scatter shooting around with your marketing dollars and just hope you're reaching your clients. One of the biggest problems I think most businesses have is they can't target their market. I mean, if you sell donuts or cars or, or whatever you're selling, you just send all this advertising out and hope a small percentage of the people will see it, but it costs a fortune. You know, if I'm picking on donuts this morning because Andy's sitting here. Wouldn't it have been nice when you were in the donut business if you'd have sent those flyers out that you spent all the money on and the only people that got them were people that donuts? It would have cut your marketing by 90% or more, you know, and your sales would have skyrocketed, but that's just not the way it works. We're in a unique business, guys, and that's part of it. Now, what events can we recognize it would trigger this, e- this response to people? I may need some life insurance. That's the response you want. I may need some life insurance. So what are some of the events that you can market to or that you can trigger to that? Well, one situation or one event would be a family member is diagnosed with a terminal illness and or dies. That's an event where people are sensitive to that. Uh, a friend or family member dies suddenly, a car wreck or heart attack. That's another event. Uh, The birth of a child is an event. Um, Someone gets married. That's an event. Somebody has a job change. That's an event because they're losing their work on the insurance or someone gets a mortgage. Now, let's go back and break these down. These are all events, and I'm bringing these up, and I'll tie it in together in just a minute. Those events we were just talking about, that's what a traditional life insurance agent is looking for. They're just outside turning up rocks trying to find somebody. As a result, they spend 90% of their time prospecting and only 10% of their time selling because they have not, in fact, most traditional life insurance agents haven't even targeted these markets that I just mentioned. They're just out there talking to everybody. And about a year later, they burn out because they're not making any money and But even with that traditional system, if you're willing to spend the time, you can make thirty five to thirty eight thousand dollars a year. Well, you could do that at blows, you know, so why not go get a job and not have all of the aggravation? My point is I'm trying to point out these events for a reason I'll tie it together in a minute, but let's take a look. The family member is diagnosed with a terminal illness or dies, or the friend dies of a car wreck. You can't market to that. Now, are sales made in that situation? Sure there are. There are people that will be at the funeral, be at the hospital, that are insurance agents that people say, hey, George, I need to talk to you. But that's not a career. That's not something that you can build a career around. Uh, The birth of a child. Now, that's something you can build a career around, but the problem with that is what? People that have children are what? They're usually younger. What's their mindset? I'm bulletproof. I got plenty of time. So again, you're spending 90, even if you're just talking to people that have babies, you're still spending 90% of your time prospecting and only 10% of your time selling because of that bulletproof mentality. Someone gets married. Traditionally, they're a little bit younger. Traditionally, a lot of the marriages happen with people that are bulletproof. You know, uh, I have uh, a couple of clients that um, they've lost a spouse, and the first thing they did was call Dick when they got remarried. They want to make sure the second one's covered too. That You can't build a career around that. So these are events that are tough to market to. Now, somebody gets a mortgage. Now, that's a different story. Why is it different? Well, um, we can market to somebody getting a mortgage because what? Uh, it's an event that triggers this response, I need something, The data to mail them is readily available because it's a public record at the courthouse. Um, We can know that when we send the letters out, we're only sending them to people that have mortgages, so we know when the mail goes out, 100% of those people have a mortgage. What else do we know? Well, we know they have a job because they just got a mortgage. And you know, because of the way the mail comes back, One out of 100 sends a letter back, so you're not spending 99% of your time talking to the 99 that didn't send the letter back. You're only talking to the one that did. See, that's the difference in all these other events. This one, we've got some control over. We can predict the results. Uh, Also realize they filled out a piece of junk mail. They are reaching out to us. Now, That didn't say they said, come, come by uh, buy and sell me something, but they filled it out because there's an interest. There's an event, there's a need, and they have a job. Now, um, I'm going to have Elvira share in just a minute about how Bonus Lead changed his life. Well, I want to go back. Well, Dick, if we can't market those other five events in life, why did you even bring them up? Because as agents... If we're working leads, the lead is going to do most of the heavy lifting for us. But if you could supplement the lead with someone that just got married or somebody that just had a baby, for example, somebody just had a baby, you know, I'm going to go fishing. And the way I fish is I have a three- or four-sentence elevator pitch. Oh, you just had a baby. We have a program, or I might start the question off this way, have you all been tempted yet to buy one of those Gerber plans. Everybody's tempted, whether they buy it or not. The, and then, have you been tempted? Yes, I have. The only reason I ask is, we have a program through Mutual of Omaha that you can establish a ins, an insurance trust for that child. Now, if the bobber doesn't go down, I move on. But what if the bobber goes, well, how's that work? What's that gonna cost? At that point in time, you try to get the appointment and go back and make the sale. Why am I bringing this up? Because this allows you, if your antenna are up, to start looking. Uh, Pablo Trancoso covered on the call today, he, uh, his family's growing, and he's going to buy a, a CRV, a Honda CRV. Once he made the decision to buy it, he started looking around. They were everywhere. He'd pull up to the traffic light, the guy in front of him, the guy next to him. The people in his neighborhood, they're everywhere. His antenna were up for what? Awareness of CRVs. I want you to be aware of all the events around you that are going on where there might be a sale or two. Don't be ugly and abusive with people. Don't just clobber them and beat them up. Just go fishing. You know, uh, for example, um, I look at the number of stay-at-home moms. How many stay-at-home moms have got a pension plan? None. How many of them need one? All of them. What if the pension plan you could put together for them, if she died, he's got money now for daycare through a.k.a. the death benefit? These are opportunities that your antenna should go up, that you just three or four sentences, we have a program that specializes in that. If the bobber goes down, what is it? How does that work? If the bobber doesn't go down, just move on. But, guys, we ought to put ourselves in a position just through the few events I've listed here where we could pick up an extra sale or two or three a week. And if 88% of the people in America realize they need more insurance, there's a great opportunity for you there. Um, Back to why ecosystem is successful. One, it's an event-driven marketing campaign. That's huge. What are the things that lend itself to making it successful? Well, the first thing is the leads, because the leads, frankly, are the lifeblood of our industry. And if you don't believe me, try going sell an insurance for a month without them. Can you? Yes. And you're going to be in that thirty-five to $38,000 a year income bracket. But... If you take about what I've shared about the events today and create your own leads to supplement the ones you buy through the ecosystem, now what you've done is you've moved into another plateau of success. If you have no system to identify prospects for you to call, the two things you need to do are this. You have to have a constant flow of prospects to talk with. We call those leads, because that's going to be what keeps you going. Uh, we were talking before the call started here today. You know, if you're calling the same batch of leads as Connie mentioned, oh, well, I bought a hundred dollars worth of leads a month ago. You're getting tired of calling that number, and they're getting tired of looking, seeing it come up on your phone. You know, they're t- they're just as tired as you are. But if you get new leads every week you've got a fresh attitude toward things, and there may be some people you've been trying to get a hold of for a couple of weeks and you haven't, let them kind of season for a week or two, come back and call your new inventory, and then go back and recycle those leads, because two things could happen. One, when you call them the first time, it wasn't a good time. And Now every time they see you call four times a week or ten times a week, oh, I wish that would leave me alone. But if you don't call them for a couple of three weeks, for whatever reason, that lead has seasoned again, and an event may have occurred in their life that says, Oh my gosh, I need some life insurance. You know, one of these other events. Now it becomes an A lead. You know, the next door neighbor is killed in a car wreck, and you call them two weeks later. That's moved itself up from a, a DRF lead back into the A lead category again. And the other thing that, that happens through this is you develop the skill to connect with these clients. To set an appointment, and then you'd have to develop the skill to make a sale. That's what our system is about. Our system is about identifying prospects and developing the skill to connect with them in order to help them. We have a selling system. so we have the event driven marketing program, we have leads, we have a selling system and when you listen to what Bill Martin does and what we've done on our videos and everything. There is plenty of information there to help you realize if you follow that system, you will be successful. And then the fourth thing is our products. See, guys, what makes us different and better than our competition? When our competition goes into the house, State Farm Law, State Prudential, New York Life, they have one pony. They ride that thing into the ring. They give them the price, and they plan on sticking them with a needle. And... If you understand the insurance, and most probably don't because they haven't been here that long to know, but when we first started, all we had was that same pony. And 50% of the cases we did blood work on and got medical records in on, we lost due to them being rated too high or declined. 50%. That's the only pony they've got. So when we go into the house, we've got that same pony. If you need it, You got a guy with a $600,000 mortgage? We can do that. Oh, incidentally, that case we covered last week was issued yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So at any rate, we go in with a four-table simplified issue product. Now, how many of you that are new on the call today know what four tables and simplified issue means? None of you. Neither do your clients, so don't use those words. Those are words we use. That's our shorthand here in the industry. So uh, when you go in and you point out to the client that's got that high mortgage, we've got a program where the client takes the risk through blood work, and we also have a program where the company takes the risk. And if you ask people, do you want the cheapest price or do you want the best value? Well, a few people are going to say, I want the best value, but most of them don't know what the value is, so they're going to say, I'll take the cheapest price. But if you ask the same question this way here, Andy, Who do you want to take the risk, the company or the client? See, if we stick the client with the the needle and do blood work, the client's taking all the risk. If we do it without the blood work, the company takes the risk. So I'm asking the same question. Who do you want to take the risk? Well, people will run like a scalded dog from that needle after that because they don't want to take the risk. And... uh, if the other you, reason they run is Dick makes it look like it's as, <laughs> twice <laughs> as big around as the pencil. <laughs> and, yeah, I take this pointer finger on my right hand, stick it in my elbow on my left hand. I've done it about four times during the call here. Everybody's smiling at me. But, see, the thing of it is when you can go in and you can, especially with these higher mortgages, and you can show them as if I don't care. See, if I go into a store and the agent is really Slamming me on you know, trying to make, get me to buy something. It may be the best product, but if they don't give me choices and give me the advantages and disadvantages, of eating let, lets me decide. I just get this gut feeling that, you know, that may or may not be the best product. He may be getting a bonus, and that's why they're pushing that. Tomorrow they'll have the bonus on the other TV, and he'll be selling it. I just kind of get that feeling. Well, if we go in with the mindset and the attitude, I don't care. I do mine but I don't care. Well, I shouldn't say I don't mind. I I mind, but I I do care because I want what's best for you. But if you can do it in that way that you're kind of taking it away from. Now, the fifth aspect as to why equus is so good is our training. See, by identifying these other events, we keep our antenna up. We're now training you on how to look for other business. So work your leads, get the, the business out of that, Someone has a baby, go fishing. Mention the insurance trust for $10 a month for an infant. Uh, Someone gets married, it's okay to mention something about doing insurance. Um, Many times, if somebody gets married, you guys got any intention of buying a house anytime soon? Well, we'd like to. If something happened, wouldn't it be nice and it would be paid off for your wife? Do you realize for a 25- or 30-year-old, you can get $150,000, a 20-year term from us for about a dollar a day? Now, that'd be a nice down payment on a recent widow if she was young. You know, now, we can look at the mail. He's saying, I don't want her need this. But you start addressing his wife, she's realistic. She knows things happen, okay? Um, at any rate, I'm not going to go back through those e- events again. The, the thing I'm trying to point out is Whatever event that you happen to uncover business in, take the time to share a three or four-minute statement and stop, and don't try to sell them. Just let that kind of sink in. The thing that I think most of us should realize is there are $100 bills laying on the ground all around us. And I wish I could say, you know, if you don't go pick them up, someone else will. But the sad part of it is, guys, in our industry, if you don't pick them up, nobody else is either because most people aren't trained on even to see them. They didn't even see that CRV until they bought one. You know, you don't even see this business laying all around you just because nobody's brought it to your attention. But I hope everybody on this call today and everybody in this room today understands, oh my gosh, I'm going to be looking for those CRVs, those $100 bills laying all around me so I can go pick them up. Um, the life insurance is a $7 trillion industry. And according to LIMRA, 88% of Americans feel that they're underinsured or uninsured. So if it's already that big and the majority of people are good prospects, we need to get our antenna up and try to find out different ways we can create more business. Now, I'm going to have the to hop on here in just a moment, but Connie started to call off with a little bit of what I was going to share here at the end. We need leads, and we need to have a budget. Just like Equus, every week, they're spending $250,000 a week on leads right now. They're serious about it. We need to take it as serious as they do. And, uh, and the purpose in having the leads is without the leads, guys, we're unemployed. I don't know about you i don't I hate the thoughts of having a job and being unemployed. you know that does not make any sense to me. Um, the leads they are inventory they're what's going to be the lifeblood of what's going to keep us going. Um, Elvere is a classic example of coming into our industry and embracing learning developing the skill set. And I asked him to get on this morning because he worked bonus leads. Now, I use the word bonus leads interchangeably with B and C leads, so I'm not trying to confuse anybody. Anything that's not an A lead to me is either a bonus lead or a B or C lead. But Elvir, if you would take a moment and share with everybody what the first 90 days looked like for you and what you learned and how it's paid off.
1: Hey, Dick. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on the call today. Can you hear me okay? We sure can. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to take a few minutes here to kind of talk to you guys about uh, the bonus leads and kind of my experience and what I went through and, and you know, what it, what it takes to kind of be successful for for the bonus leads on my part. And, uh, you know, the, the importance of... Um, you know, importance of the bonus leads and the mindset and the skill level and and so on. So, yeah, I just want to talk about that um, in a couple of different points. So, uh, if I go a little over, uh, Dick, please do let me know. So, a couple of different points here um, that I wrote down. Number one, um, first, I wanted to make sure that the bonus leads worked right. I've seen I've seen Brandon and Pete. They use they use bonus leads today as well. Um, I've seen I've seen Pete make phone calls to the bonus leads and they still use them to this day. Um and I wanted to make sure that anybody that I recruit I could tell them I want you to start on bonus leads and they actually work but it takes a little bit of uh just a little bit of uh, work to get it done a little bit more uh phone calls a little bit uh more you know conversation and it just takes a little bit more but the leads are, are going to work. A lead is a lead. That's kind of how I like to look at it. So I did it for 90 days, and uh, I remember, I remember in Nashville when uh, when we had a conference and Rob was uh, talking to us on day three, and or was a day two. One of those days, he stayed a little longer, and he said, "I can't tell somebody it works if I can't do it." So I wanted to make sure that the bonus leads worked. So if I recruit somebody that that I know it works. So if somebody comes back to me and says the bonus leads do not work, well, it's not the leads. It is absolutely not the leads. It is how you're approaching it. So um, that's kind of how I approached uh, the bonus leads, um, and that's why I wanted to make sure they worked for 90 days. Um, Number two here, um, the skill level. So you know, the start to finish on the skill level on on the bonus leads. I started off with a script that uh, that Pete gave me, um, and I went through a script. There was a script that I kept reading, and I can tell you, my first couple of calls that I had, um, that I talked to people, I literally sounded like a robot. And I was reading off the script, and you know, I felt like you know I was a robot, and then sometimes I would you know just kind of stumble. Um, and sure enough, I didn't make any appointments, but that's okay. The value of those first conversations is actually more in the skill level than making that appointment. My skill level kept getting better and better and better after each phone call. So that's kind of why the bonus leads are so effective and so cost effective. Instead of you know, buying the uh, $1 or $2 lead and getting your skills level up is better than paying $41, $30, whatever you know, those costs are. Um, so what I did was I literally adjusted weekly with my confidence level and skill level, and I kept calling and calling and calling. Um, and I literally asked myself, okay, what works and what doesn't. So if this doesn't work, I adjusted. And at one point, I called Pete, and I'm like, Hey Pete, I'm kind of struggling with these bonus leads with my uh, with my uh, with my script. Do you have any you know recommendation? And he said, call Dick and uh, have him kind of go through with your, with your uh, script. Um, so I, I went, I called Dick, and uh, Dick uh, and I got on the phone, and we did some role playing again, and, and we kind of went through some um, different skill, uh, skill level and, 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 um, and presentations and, and what to say. And I just adjusted a few things. Um, I did the little, a few things different. And um, next thing I know, I got eight appointments on those bonus leads. And that was all over seven, I think, 10 or, or 11 conversations. And I was like, okay, so this works. So I adjusted it, and it works. Um, and those are just bonus leads. So at that point, when you have an appointment, appointment and a lead is a lead, right? Somebody wanted this information at one point, and uh, you just got to find out why they didn't get it or, um, you know, what was stopping you and stuff like that. Um so that's that's kind of the skill level and and even to this day 90 days I'm still working on my skill level. I'm still trying to get better. I'm still trying to um you know work on 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 my skill level. I I used to work I used to work at a, at uh, Vanderbilt University when I was in in college and I was just kind of helping out and the vice chancellor was kind of took me under the wing and he said see I'm 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 going to have you work part time with this electrician and um, he said that, now keep in mind, when, when you work with an electrician, if an electrician tells you he knows everything there is to know about electricity, you might want to stay away from him. So that's kind of how it take skill level. You always need to get better, and you always need to get better at, at your particular skill sets because we don't know everything. We are always trying to get better. Um, number three um mindset of dialing um so here's the mindset that i have when i call bonus leads when i have the stack of bonus leads in front of me i look at it as there's going to be people there they're just going to blow me off and say i already have it leave me alone and if i can make an appointment out of that that's great and then there's going to be people that uh um, are going to be in there in, in those bonus leads um, uh, that have filled it out and they have no idea they filled it out. Kinda, I was talking to uh, um, Robert the other day. and He said somebody filled out a, a lead. They thought it was uh, unemployment insurance. <laughs> I'm like, what is unemployment insurance? So you have a lot of those as well. Um, but the way I look at it is there's somebody in, that, in those leads that nobody reached out to or they didn't try to reach out to them and they truly, truly need this, right? Even though it's an older lead, it's a one-year-old lead, they just never got around to it, and they're just under, the, under that rubble of, of leads, and they're just like reaching out to you and asking you for help. That's kind of how I take it, and I just got to get to them, right? I just got to go through these leads, and I just got to get to that one person that needs my help because either they're scared that something's going to happen in their family and they're going to pass, you know, somebody's going to pass, and then they're going to lose a home. And sure enough, my first appointment, it was a lady that uh, really, really needed this, and nobody has reached out to her, and it was a year-and-a-half-old lead. Um, and I went to their home, and it literally the, it felt like I was, I was in my grandma's house going to these people's homes, and I was able to write two policies on them. And he was a veteran. He literally he, – he, he's, he's on oxygen and all that, but I was able to help them and cover them and protect their family and when i told her i was able to protect them she started crying so a lead they're there the 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 bonus leads and and to help people that's kind of how i look at those leads all the other stuff all those people that you know don't want it or have it just just forget about them right you'll have those and then don't worry about them there are those people in those leads that need help Um, something has happened in their life that triggered that event again kind of like dick said and you just get to those people. You just, you got to do your best, and, uh, and you just got to keep calling and, and try to reach out to them. And before
0: question. Go ahead. Okay, yes. let me ask you a question real quick. This 90-day training period, most people are thinking, well, if you're calling those bonus leads during that 90 days, you probably didn't make much money, but you just learned a lot. Uh, approximately, how much did you write, just ballpark, during that 90-day period when you were just working bonus leads? Uh, $53,000. <laughs> $53,000 at a 70% contract level, and I'm sure during that period you moved up, but 70% times 53000 is how much? About $35,000, $36,000. Guys, for three months, 36000 over three months, that's $12,000 a month, and he's in the apprentice program.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So we're not asking you to go out here and do all this work just because we want you to learn. You're not in the third grade learning multiplication tables here, you know, where you do all this busy work. No, this is busy work that, one, you're getting paid well for it, and two, you're earning a lot. Now, I wanted to piggyback that up with, all right, after 90 days, you got your first batch of A-leads. What happened there?
1: So when I got my first batch of A-leads, um, the the – my confidence level was really high at that point. It's it's your confidence level of how you actually um, conduct uh, the appointment and the phone call. Um, You you know that they want this information, so when I called them, it was, the A-leads are an easier conversation, and it's easier to get a hold of them, and that's the only difference. Um, If my skill set was not where it needed to be today, people would not have me come over there to their house. If I called them and I was like, stuttering on the phone or I was not confident or I didn't know what I was talking about, they would hang up on me and they're like, no, I don't want you to come in. And now if I wasted more money and I my skill set is not there. But uh, since my skill set was where it needed to be for me to take a lead, um, it just takes quicker to get those 15 to 18 appointments. That's all it does. Once your skill set gets there, it, it it takes a little bit quicker to get those 15 to 18 appointments, versus the bonus leads, it takes a little bit longer, but you will still get 15 to 17 appointments, if that makes sense. All right, let me explain to people what all that means.
0: Uh, what is saying is, is he did better than the average bear did, but let me tell you what's normal for A leads with a sub-skill, but still somewhat an entry-level position. Out of 10 A-leads, normally you will set six appointments and you'll make three to four sales, all right? Now, your first batch of A-leads of 10, as I recall, because your skill set was so good from that 30-day or 90-day apprentice program that we paid you $35,000 for, okay, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, you got your first batch of A-leads, that skill set was so high, as I recall, you set eight out of 10 of those, is that right?
1: That's correct, yep. All
0: right, so the whole point of me having Elvira on here today was for you to see this first 90 days, it's kind of like Ignite for for the sale. This first 90 days is the period where you develop your skill set so that when you start working with A-leads, and frankly, guys, we have quite a few people that don't take A-leads. They just work bonus leads because they've done what Elvira's done. They've developed their skill set high enough and quickly enough and good enough that why spend the extra money? Now, the ideal scenario would be to do kind of what like Elvira's doing, is to get some A leads but sold in a bunch of bonus leads and kind of do what we call income averaging. You know, you're doing lead averaging your cost is going to be less per lead per appointment because of using the the less expensive leads. And your skill set now has developed to the point. I would venture to say, yes, Elvira at the beginning, Paul said he's still learning, but I would venture to say right now, there's not much you can throw at Elvira that's going to throw him off track. And he's only been doing this four months.
1: Three months, months and three months and two weeks?
0: All right. Now, how many of you on this call here today, if you are terrible on the call today, you're worse than terrible, you're awful. How many of you would endure for ninety days like alvear has to earn if you earn half what he did? You didn't earn thirty five thousand dollars, you only earned eighteen. My guys, guys, the system is here, it works. That that was that was the main thing I, I wanted you know to bring out for everybody. Alvir, I uh, if anything else that you felt was
1: very uh, pertinent to what we were talking about here this morning you wanted to share? Just one more thing. I think it's activity. You know, I I, I followed the the AAA uh, scenario. Activity, adjust, and action. Right. You do the activity. You adjust what you need to adjust and you go back to the action, and, and you make the calls again. I mean, that's that's pretty much what I can tell people. A lead is a lead. An appointment is an appointment. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar lead, $2, or, or $50. If you can get into the house, they're they're asking you for, for something. They need something. So it doesn't matter what it is. That's I mean, to me, a lead is a lead. And uh, if you can get into the house, it doesn't matter how much you pay for it. You still have the same amount of um, chances to close it.
0: Now, you said that, and that's a cliche, a lead is a lead is a lead. I know when you started this, you did not believe that. (laughs) you You might have believed it intellectually, but your heart said, I don't know about this. At which point in time do you feel like that switch flipped and that really
1: became a reality to your world? When when I started going to, to people's homes and I started closing deals just on bonus leads and, uh, and then seeing other people who are closing leads as well, but from A leads, and I realized, well, there's really no difference. It's just the time frame, right? And nobody really got to them. So that's when I had that realization. Thank you so much.
0: Um...